Hello, hello, hello to one and all. Hello, everyone. Well, this is the Imitating Jesus podcast hosted by Icon Ministries. And the, the vision of Icon Ministries is to see disciples everywhere, love and like Jesus. And we accomplish this by God's grace, by initiating love, self-sacrifice, friendship, belonging, hospitality, and empowerment that leads to multiplication of disciples of Jesus throughout the world. Um, today's topic on the Imitating Jesus podcast is not popcorn. As a matter of fact, it is belonging and the Trinity. And um, this is part one of a series in which we're going to do kind of a deep dive into belonging and the role it plays in the process of making disciples. So, Louis, let me start with a question. Agree or disagree? Belonging is our primary human need. Yes. That's we are created in the image of God. Okay. And um, which me and God is mutual relationship, mutual love. And therefore, because we're created as image, we are created to belong as the Father, Son, and Spirit have belonged to each other for all eternity. And so you and I are created to belong to God and then also to one another. And so to flourish as a human, I must be in belonging. As, and, and when I am in belonging, I'm an image bearer of God to the world. I show to the world what God looks like when I belong well. Yeah, but what about eating and sleeping inside? Those, those are nice things, too. Right? Those, those are great um, You know, research says that beyond food and shelter, nothing promotes human flourishing like having a people or a place of belonging. And, and the, the data confirms that Income level, marriage and children, perceived security, accomplishments, recreation, experiences, all of these things pale in comparison to belonging in promoting sustained happiness. Um, I mean, that's what you said. That's what the research says. And it's just so fascinating to me that it's not what we do or what we have that gives us sustained happiness. It is belonging. The bottom line being we long to belong. I'm thinking about making a t-shirt with that, or at least a catchy break. It's, it's right there. Yeah, to, to whom do I belong? And here's what we're um, up against in our culture. Our culture is teaching us uh, individualism. It teaches us uh, to be independent. It teaches us to be self-sufficient. And it almost feels wrong that if I um, become too close to someone or too close to a group, and um and lose my independence and so not only you know our own nature is to kind of withdraw and be to ourselves and be selfish but then also our culture itself promotes this um uh independence and not belonging is not something we pursue do yeah i will agree and there's great books on that in the john wayne what's the john wayne one um, you know what I'm talking about. You probably read no, it. No. Come on. Anyway, John Wayne. Uh, okay, no. Yeah, this idea of our culture and the, and the church itself is the pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? Individualism, but 
do you do you feel like we're in kind of a cultural shift in that like um as far as yeah there's the the fight for independence that i'm 18 you can't no one can tell me what to do but on the other hand there's this this longing for identity and shared identity and, and with whom or in whom or in what do i find my identity and do i belong within that collective right and disciple making is you're dealing with a person's identity um uh, when when Jesus comes on earth. Once again, we get to see what God looks like and what does he do? He forms this community for his disciples to belong to. And as the fathers loved me for all eternity, that's what I've done for you. And in the same way, that's what I want you to do for one another is love one another as I've loved you. And as the fathers loved me and the world will know that you're my disciple by belonging by by that you know that love for one another and and so the disciple making process is just like jesus showed us is teaching people how to belong and when you're and what that's doing is forming identity how identity is formed is by belonging to whom do i belong and um, it used to be that it was um, outside of yourself. You know, it was God, maybe your tribe, your family, your synagogue, no, a, church. A, or a civic organization. Yes. Or and outside of yourself. Well, now the culture says to these young people, look to yourself, you know, um, form your own identity from within and uh, figure out who you are and who you want to be. And, um, and in doing so, it just causes deep insecurities, yeah. identity crisis, and I don't belong anywhere. So it, is it kind of flipping it on its head rather than like traditionally, historically, I was born into this family. I, I follow this measure of faith, and I know that I belong to these people because I'm a part of these things. But now we're flipping it and saying, well, I look inside to to find my identity discover who i am and then as i look inside then i associate with the people that share my identity and find my belonging there yeah i think it even goes deeper i think it also it's that is true what you said and then um but i then expect people to worship the god i've created the the identity i've created you know so i want you to call me they i want you to call me uh he, even though I'm maybe a she or she or him, and I, or I want you to call me us. I want I want everyone to um, quote worship the identity that I have created uh, in myself. And in some ways, we cre you know create our own gods. Uh, sure. Um, yeah. Let Let's step back for a second, Louis. What and I know it's always important to you to define terms. So as we're talking about belonging, as we're talking about belonging within the Trinity, which we'll dig into more here in a second, um, you know, I just looked up on the old interwebs today a little bit, a couple definitions of what belonging is. Merriam-Webster says, belonging is a close or intimate relationship. Uh, the Collins Dictionary says it's a close relationship or, or with great familiarity or camaraderie. Um, Louis, what... By, from what definition do you operate um, in regards to belonging? Well, I think, again, I think those are good definitions. What I want to do is illustrate those definitions, okay? Um, 
when my brother-in-law, who's Nigerian, uh, his sons turned 13 years old, they have a calling out ceremony. And so what they do is all the men of the village gather together now, here in the States, just a family, friends gather together. And, and then the boy sits uh, over you know, across the room and the father actually calls out and says to uh, his son, you know, Ashton Matua, um, will you leave boyhood and join us in manhood? And, um, and he says, yes, dad, I will. I, I want to, will you please help me? And the men say, yes, we will help you. Then he walks over to the group of men and each man has a letter and a gift for uh, about what it means to be manhood. So I pulled Snoozy aside later and I said, Snoozy, I'm an American. I don't get this. Help me understand what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing. He goes, oh, it's all about belonging. He said, um, in order for my son to connect to his children and to his grandchildren, I need to connect him to his mother and I and to his grandparents and to his great grandparents. And how we do that is we begin by a naming ceremony when they're eight days old. And what's happening is you invite the whole village, you know, here in the States, the family and friends, they come together for the hearing the naming of the name of the child. And then the community celebrates and says, okay, this child belongs to us. And if something happens to you, we will take care of this child. But also what's happening is the parents and that child are communicating to the communicating, you belong to us, or you wouldn't even be here. We invited you here to be part of this ceremony. Uh -huh. And so throughout the entire lifetime of the child, the mom and dad are communicating what it means to belong, you know, into this long heritage from which you came and enabling also to connect to the future generations. Uh -huh. Well, see, as Americans, we don't do, we're raising our kids to be independent of us. Uh, we're raising our kids to, you know, we don't tie them back to their grandparents or great grandparents. It doesn't cross our mind uh, to do something like that because of that rugged individualism. Right, right. Well, and I, and I think it's, it's always important to remember that whether it's with our family or as we're making disciples and doing ministry, creating a sense of belonging is not the goal itself in following Jesus and living community and making disciples. Love is the goal, loving God, loving people. Belonging is the byproduct of love, of friendship, of hospitality, of self-sacrifice. So we don't set out to create a sense of belonging. We love and we serve and we invite uh, and we pursue and we invest in others with such joy and conviction that the only logical conclusion that they can make is that they belong to us and we belong to them. Well, and yes, and you know, the foundation of this is the Godhead themselves, but it is the gospel. And what is the gospel? It's about belonging. You were outside of the family of God. You've now been adopted into the family of God. You're part of God's household. Okay, that is the reality. You are a new creature. You're a disciple. The, the man or the woman you're discipling is a new creature in Jesus. And what you're doing in the disciple 
process is showing them what that looks like, but what that feels like, because for many of them, they've never really belonged anywhere. Right. And even they come from broken ha families um, and just have not had that sense of uh, to whom I belong. And so they turn to many other things to try to find that belongs. That's what I think. That's why I think that's what the, um, the whole, uh, uh, with the, uh, gangs, I couldn't think of the word. When you have gangs in the city and stuff, that's what that's what that is. Yeah. So. Yeah, we we have a good friend who's done ministry with young men and women in in the gangs for years, and he, you know, he himself was a part of gangs when he was a teenager, growing up in L.A. And you know, then he, the Lord saved him, called him to follow Jesus. And then he came to the church and was just utterly shocked and disappointed and dismayed by the community that he found in church, the family that he found in church. It was nothing compared to what he found on the streets with the, with those guys and girls who would do anything for him. Um, and I, I think that's why we have such an, such an opportunity within our families, those of us who are married and with children, because it can, it, Family is a picture of belonging. It's the belonging that we should feel in, in the body of Christ, and it's instructive in the way that the people that we are discipling should feel with us. Um, I remember last year um, we had a, a college student, um, you know, who's a part of our lives, and we invited him over to our place. Um, and one of the first times he came over and was like around our community and our people, you know, he walked in the door and. Lots of people who had met him once or never met him at all, gave him a big hug and just greeted him, you know, the way family greets one another. And uh, he's not a real touchy guy. He's introverted. And I asked him, you know, what do you think about that later on uh, the other night when he came over? And he said, well, it was pretty weird. Uh, but he said, but it made him realize, wow, these people are really happy that I'm here. Like they really want me to be here. And I just said, yes, like that's, that's what family does. That's what belonging does. That's what even phys appropriate physical affection can do. It breaks down walls. It's inviting. It's just another way of saying we love you and you are a part of us. Um, and, I, and I think it, I mean, and um, I think it goes beyond church membership. Um, church membership is not necessarily a relational process or a belonging. You know, it's you go to the class, you learn, here's the doctrinal statement you, you need to know. Here's behavioral expectations we have of you. Right. And to make sure that you understand the gospel, that you've been baptized right, and then you're in. You know, you're a card-carrying member of this particular church. But that is not relationship that's not the belonging as I believe that Jesus intended. And, um, you know, one of our objectives and the disciples we have is, and by the way, this takes a long time. Belonging, I would say, takes three years. I mean, Jesus, that's what he took with his men. And um, he's God. <laughs> and I'm not. And uh, it took three years to build the, the belonging with those men. Yeah. And so it does take a, it's a long process. We need to understand that. Um, and, and that um, it, I want them to know that I belong to this group. I know in my heart of heart, I belong to this group. 
and then for the group to know in their heart of hearts, oh yeah, Ryan belongs to us. You know, Tim Hahn belongs to us. Derek, so we just know that. And it's, it's not up for question. Well, yeah. the individual knows he belongs and the group knows that that individual belongs to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Jesus in his almost three years on earth pulled together 12 disciples uh, to follow him, to belong to him, and to belong to one another. Like, what, what is instructive about that to us, Louis? Like, what, what does that reveal about God? What does that reveal about the way that we should live our lives, that we should do our ministry? Yes. <laughs> it's impossible to imagine God without belonging, a mutual love for one another. God is love. He who lives in love lives in God and God in him. Mm-hmm. And and that is what the very essence of who he is. And he's familial, you know, and I think that's an important part of this is this is a familial belonging, a family belonging, both as adopted into the God's family. And my, you're my brother. Josie's my sister. How I relate to you is as siblings and that we know we belong to the same family. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm, I'm at my brother's house right now for my nephew's birthday and you know i don't my parents did a lot of things wrong but one thing they got right was belong, we know as clerks we belong to one another yeah and and that we love one another yes i i have seen that in your family and, and a very diverse group of people seven siblings yeah. but yeah there is yeah. yeah it's beautiful um you know, mo- most of us today don't necessarily, we're not closely considering the implications of, of the Trinitarian reality, like what, what you're saying that the essence of God, the first institution created was God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. That was the first community created. They existed in community. They belonged to, to one another. They created man. They created Adam and Eve, inviting humanity into, to, into this community to belong to this group. Um, but as we go through our lives, it's, for most of us, that is not the guide to our life and ministry, um, that we are a part of this, we belong to this community, this Trinitarian community, and we're inviting other people into that. And how, how do you think our short-sightedness in that has affected our ability as a church to, to follow Jesus, to make followers of Jesus, to affect or impact our culture? Well, I, I think one of the things I've learned from you is contrast in, in learning what disciple-making is not. And I think we've taken a very, uh, I'll call the modern approach in that we see it as equipping. We see it as teaching. Here's the, here's the disciple-making curriculum. Yeah. And although that's, there's a place for some of that, um, with your children i mean what's the primary thing with with your with cohen and juniper is love and your love for them and for them to understand that you know you you belong to this cyber family and you're my children and um i love you and i would lay down my life for you and sacrifice i would i count you more important than myself you know, and that that is what creates the you know, you belong, you are valued. Uh-huh. OK, and so it's the same in disciple making. It is 
the laying down your life for your disciples as Jesus showed us, you know, for them to know in their heart of heart, I am of value that the Son of God died for me, you know, and the reality of seeing my brothers and sisters around me laying down their life for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's life-changing to really feel like we have found a place where we belong, a people to whom we belong. And like, like I mentioned earlier, the data, the research says that that is, that is the most fundamental human need to promote our, our human flourishing. But I think it's also critical to understand the importance and, and primacy of belonging. It's not just a sociological concept. This idea of belonging has deep roots in the scripture. Um, and I've, I can't remember where I got this, but there is a man or woman who did a lot of great research on, on belonging and, and in the scripture. And I want us to see that belonging is not just a, a psychological or sociological construct. It is a deeply theological one. You know, this, I, the first idea that we belong to God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You see it all throughout the scriptures. John 3, the church is the bride that belongs to Jesus, the bridegroom. John 8, whoever belongs to God hears and obeys his voice. Mark 9, those who serve the poor and marginalized in Jesus' name belong to him. John 16, all those who belong to the Son belong also to the Father. Romans 1, both Jewish and Gentile believers belong to Christ. Matthew 19, little children belong to Jesus and his kingdom. Romans 7, Christ died so that we may no longer belong to ourselves, but belong to Christ. Romans 8, without the Holy Spirit, no one belongs to God. Romans 14, whether we live or die, we belong to God. 1 Corinthians 15, when Christ returns, all who belong to him will be resurrected. We belong to God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And then the implication of that then is that we no longer belong to ourselves or to the world. Just like Colossians 2 says, we no longer submit to the rules of the world because we no longer belong to it. 1 Thessalonians 5, we no longer belong to the darkness, we belong to the light. John 15, Jesus' own disciples belong to him, not to the world. John 8, on the other hand, those who reject Jesus belong to the devil and the kingdom of the world. And there, there's more. But that leading us to the third point, like because we belong to God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and we no longer belong to the world, we also belong to one another in the church. John 8, the children of God belong to his family. Romans 12, in Christ we form one body and every member belongs to all the others. 1 Corinthians 12, we can't stop belonging to the body. Galatians 6, we do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. And even at the very end, Revelations 21, 22, at the end of the days, we will find ourselves among the diverse multitude, the ultimate internal place of belonging, the holy city. That's how it ends. That's belonging all over the scripture yeah oh what pops in my head is even uh when jesus said to his men i'm i'm going to my father's house don't be troubled i'm going to my father's house and there's many rooms i go to prepare a place for you what is that it's belonging you know there is a place for you and that's what we're saying to each of our disciples is there is a place for you first in the family of god and then with your brothers and sisters on earth, here on earth, we're going to carve out and make a place for you so you can experience God by belonging, or by belonging, you experience God. You know, so that's what disciple making is.
Amen. Uh, Louis, any last thoughts on belonging? I know we're going to develop this more over the next few weeks, but any final thoughts on belonging uh, as it relates to the Trinity or anything in general? Well, again, I, I would just say that what we're up against is just a, we're bombarded by the media, by our culture to be independent. And, um, and so it's, it's, not, it's not an easy thing Sure. To build this this type of belonging, and uh, uh, that we need to we need to work and work hard at it, not give up. Amen. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to today's podcast um, on belonging in the Trinity. Thanks again to you, Louis. Uh, over the last twenty years, you have taught me so much about belonging. Thank you. Love you much. Um, well, you can head over to iconministries.org to connect with us or access any other articles and videos on making disciples. Icon Ministries is a faith-based ministry relying on the gifts of God's people. If you'd like to give towards the support of this ministry, you can click on the donate button at our website, iconministries.org.